You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's True Blood After Show. <laughs> Hey everybody, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another wrap-up of True Blood. Season 5, Episode 3, What I Am, You Made Me. Or whatever I am, you made me. I was close. And we have a special guest with us here today, Jacob Hopkins. Round of applause. I just want to make sure you guys go to iTunes and subscribe. Tell a friend. Just takes a second. Leave us all your comments and follow AfterBuzz on Twitter at at AfterBuzzTV. I am Jenna Bush. And I'm JC Rubio. Also, you can find me at The Everyday Man on Twitter. I'm Roth Cornett. You can find me at at JRossi. But I thought we did that later. We do this later, yeah. (laughs) Way to prove to start that. (laughs) I'm Yermon Gur. Hi, everybody. All right, guys. So this is a little bit off of our usual scheduling as far as the show goes, but Jacob has to get to bed. So we are doing the interview (laughs) portion first. Why? He yes. may be a couple hundred year old vampire, I, but right. they still have to get they still to bed at a decent well, time. Yeah, I think that's well, like the I first guess, question. No. Do you do you watch the show, Jacob? Well, it's actually aimed for an older audience, so yes. I, I watch my only my parts. Okay, but, you know, but that's so, really uh, the only important part, though, right? Yes, so, to me, so exactly, <laughs> exactly. So there I'm you go, star. exactly. It's <laughs> true. All right, so how did you approach this? I know you said your dad, who's who's here with us tonight, is your acting coach. So how did you approach playing a character who is so much older than you and all of us combined? Well, you know. <laughs> um, I had a few things to help me. I mean, my dad helps me prepare and stuff, so he gets me going and running and stuff. And um, also, I'm in a suit and a tie, so that's like that's like a grown up. Uh, what 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 a grown up would wear, like church or a wedding or something like that. So I got a grown up uh, suit on. So and then, uh, I mean, it's fitted for me, but. <laughs> That would be weird. Grown-up suit. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Uh, but, um, and I also, I've worked with a lot of grown-ups uh, for my whole life. So, I mean, every set I'm on, there's grown-ups, obviously. And, um, I mean, I know how they act. And True Blood, actually, there wasn't a single kid on set. So that actually helped me, too. I mean, uh, th- it was such a mature set, too. I mean, it's so beautiful and... It's so mature, not like uh, SpongeBob's house, but <laughs> a little different, but, tiny different. I mean, you know, no, no, awesome. nobody lives in a pineapple, but I mean, so yeah, it's pretty cool to do that. 
Awesome. Did you have a backstory for your character and how he became a vampire? Did you make something up about that, or did you and your dad come up with something? Actually, um, I wasn't given that background story, but I actually um, made up something. I mean, on my own. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm guessing that Roman made me. Ooh, yeah. After Buzz exclusive. I was, expecti- I was expecting you. you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I wanted to ask a question. You know, you, you got to sport the fangs. So what was it like having those, you know, because you can get, like, at the costume store, you can get the little plastic fangs. Way much better. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so what were those yeah. fangs like? I mean, well, they look so real. You have to, they, the makeup department has to get your teeth imprint, and they have to match all these fang teeth to your teeth color, your real teeth color. Hmm. And, I mean, vampire plastic fangs, no, one te- no one's teeth is as white as that. I mean, come on. So <laughs> it doesn't look real at all. So um, so mine was, like, uh, yellowish-white. And um, so, I I mean, they the gums didn't real, real, look really real, like, you know, up here. So they didn't look really real because they sort of look cartoony. But, I mean, the fangs look real, obviously. So, um was it comfortable? I mean, you know, yeah, it was comfortable. I mean, I had to get used to it. it. It was a kind of weird feeling, but, you know, I got used to it. So, um, I mean, I had all my wardrobe and my red eyeliner, blood on my fingernails, pale makeup. Uh. And I'm like, there's something missing. And right when the makeup, uh, one of the makeup people come up to me, um, he says, Jacob, here's your fangs. You need them for this scene. Um put them on and looked in the mirror and i'm like now i really feel like a vampire i mean that was actually my favorite part of the show my highlight so it's pretty cool i kind of want fangs me too i know we're 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 kind of we want those fangs man you you didn't get to take them home perhaps or well i mean you know that um in case i come back on the show Mm -hmm. um they give they uh wait for a year to give them to me, so okay. Gotcha. Okay, so they keep them for a year, and then they'll give them yeah. to you after that. And a vampire years a year is like three thousand days. So you're marking out your calendar till yeah. the yeah. day three thousand. Yeah. So you're hopeful, right? You're saying there's a chance. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. you worked with a lot of adults on this set and just in the authority. Um, and I know I've talked to most of them. So who was the most fun to hang out with? Uh, I guess Christopher Hydro. I mean, I sat next to him mm. in all my scenes, and I got, I really got to know him, and we actually made up this joke that um, every time I accidentally touched his shoe when I was swinging around in my chair, it was like one of those wheelchairs that you can swing around, um, he's like, you scuffed my shoe. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, yeah, I did. <laughs> so we, we had that little joke going on, and we all... We we had such a lot in common. I mean, we both were really funny, and I mean, we were all nice, and I mean, he was just really cool. So where did I you guys him. shoot that? Where did where did you shoot your scene? The ones that we've seen so far with you in the council room. Did you guys shoot that here in L.A. or? Yeah, I was in L.A. I mean, um, so that was really beautiful. If you guys agree, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was so cool. I mean, it's like. Um, the roof is such detailed, like it, like world vampires. We've been there our whole life, and the roof, it's tattered. It's like they made it really, the paint scuffed, and the bricks cracked, and it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, they put in so much detail and hard work, and I, I, I mean, I have to admit, it was, it was really cool. You know, people are always trying to find out spoilers on the show, and some of us, it's our job. To I just tell them that I don't want to lose my job. Good answer. Good answer. Are people trying to get it out of you when you're on the red carpet trying to get spoilers? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, think I might. I mean, when I was, that was my first red carpet actually, so I, I was sort of nervous, not really, but they kept on asking me spoilers, like they were kind of pushing me i mean i wasn't really that <laughs> nervous but i knew what to say <laughs> i can't believe that was your first red carpet because i talked yeah. to you on the carpet and you were fantastic thank you you're a pro yeah he didn't give me any <laughs> <Yeah>. spoilers nothing <laughs> nothing did you ask did you kind of push him a little bit i might have <gasps> jenna bush I know. yes I know. but you were very professional and you totally didn't give me any spoilers Nice. A, I mean, this is kind of a dream come true, right? For most actors, they, there's kind of a bucket list of things that they would want to do. Vampire, cowboy, you know, fantastical things. What would you like to... I mean, you've already checked one off. What would you like to do next? Um... I'd like to be a shapeshifter. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And I know many people don't really think of this, but, um... I mean, people, if they could shapeshift into anything, they would want really strong and stuff. I mean, they don't really think, they don't put any thought to it. And I actually put some thought into it. I might actually want to transform into a gaseous form of me, like a fog, and I could slip through walls and windows, and I could, and I could uh, make new vampires. Like, I could slip, slip through um, a bedroom door and bite the person who's sleeping. Well, you really <laughs> have given this thought. Yes. You're like a vampire <laughs> nice. ninja. He's, I know. he's my new favorite person of all time. I know. <laughs> I know. There I am on a roof. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. I see a future in comic book movies. Yes, he already has like he already has a whole superhero yeah. superpower profile ready to go. Yeah, absolutely awesome. I mean, totally you should awesome. write that down. <laughs> no. Well, now you have it on camera. Now yeah. you do. Yeah. 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 Okay, so um, you tasted Lilith's blood, right? As it went around, what did they use? What did it taste like? Tasted really sweet, like sugar. I mean, I, I, they probably used. Uh, this sugary liquid with red dye in it. I mean, it didn't really taste that bad, but, you know, I saw Lilith on set, and, you know, Roman came up to her and took some of the blood, and, yeah, no. That didn't really happen, but, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, awesome. I Did you see that his eyes? Like Did you huge... see JC's eyes yes. just boggle out of it? Like, it was almost I like was a mask say, when they came out. I that's the hugest spoiler. I know. That's, that's just an enormous spoiler. <laughs> see, he's good. He knows how to well, work well played, Jacob. He <laughs> hooked all of us, and we were like, uh, can we say anything? Oh, my God, this is a spoiler, but then you got us. <laughs> New favorite person. I'm telling you, awesome. I know. All right, so what other stuff do you have coming up? Well, I just got finished working on a Nick. Uh, it was a uh, sketch comedy show. I mean, I can't really say what it was for, but I, it was a, such a wonderful project to work on. And I mean, I had a lot of fun, and I got some other potential projects I'm working on too. Nice, fantastic. Yeah, nice. And with all this work, what do you do when you're not acting? What do you like to do for fun? I like to go to my Taekwondo classes. I'm a brown belt, which is actually three belts away from black. Congratulations! He Thank can hurt you us. So much, yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, um, so I got, uh, I like to play anything Super Mario Brothers. I like to collect nice. superhero comics. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I like to swim with my brother and hang out with my cousins and, um, 
Yeah, what are you doing uh, next Saturday? Next Saturday? Yeah, what are you doing around 2 p.m.? Let's hang out. I got video games. I'm just saying. What? what? JC, what are you looking at me like that for? I'd like to point out the cover of my phone is Star Wars. Yes. yes. Oh, Fellow Star Wars fan. Yeah, you're fan. talking to the right crew. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank yeah. You. you are talking to the right crew. There's here. a lightsaber yes. in my trunk but, right now. I'm probably, actually not kidding. <laughs> I, you know, we guys, we have to confess. Do you, do you like the news? Do you like the Phantom Menace Star Wars? Is that Are those the ones that you like? I like the original ones that they did. For oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the computer generation isn't really that good, but it's really original. I mean, uh, I'd have to say I like the sixth one. Yeah. yeah. How old that was are good. you? I was, like, what do you mean when I first watched? No, how old are you right this second? <laughs> Ten, yeah. You just because I mean that's like really sophisticated assessment. I mean, I mean you the know, computer well, generation is not that I'd be like ten hundred. year old vampire. No. He's, he's he's fine. Don't worry. He's a three thousand year old vampire. It's safe. <laughs> Everything's gonna be all right, Roth. It's not. Yes. No, I I love that you're a Star Wars fan. No. Yeah. Favorite uh, character? Um, Palpatine. Ooh. Ooh. Favorite superhero? Hmm. Have to say, uh, Spider Man or Hulk? Nice, oh, Marvel. Yeah. Very nice. Marvel. Okay. okay, very okay. nice. Yeah. Favorite vampire? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Stacy. Did one of you guys coach him with all the right answers earlier? Did he have the questions? This is eerie. It's a little eerie. <laughs> no, but um, actually, uh, I like me the vampire I play, and I like Nosferatu. I mean, Ooh. he's a pretty cool vampire. He's got like, uh, like. When he bites someone, he doesn't make new people. He's not a maker. He gives a plague. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. So oh, I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deep thoughts. I know. So do you <laughs> like your taste? Yes. <laughs> yeah. All excellent, excellent, excellent choices. So he's different, but we can respect that. Yes, All we right. can. Frat too, you're awesome. <laughs> yeah. <But> no. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to keep you up any later because I don't want your mom and dad to get mad at me. No, but okay. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Oh, your makers. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, your maker. We couldn't upset your maker. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you Jacob. Jacob. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right. We're going to go to do a quick commercial, and we will be back. All right. Watching after Buzz. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And After Buzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Holy, what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the After Buzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. are super fans of VH1 single ladies. Well, you get the after show on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Lauren Turner. I'm Spicy Mighty. Bring back fire. And I'm Fallon Mercedes. And we're single ladies, so make sure you watch us on AfterBuzz TV. We're all the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. 
Hey guys, it's JC, host of The Bachelorette here on AfterBuzz TV. Hey, I'm Chrisley. I've been on Bachelor and Bachelor Pad for the inside scoop. You want to check us out? And if you're looking for an opinion, I've got one. I'm Candid Bliss. And I'm your relationship expert, Jenna Couture. I'm Kathy Kelly, and I bring you all your Bachelor and Bachelorette news. All this at 10 p.m. Pacific on AfterBuzz TV. Hey guys, this is the AfterBuzz TV crew for The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Woo! Don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 8 p.m. to see Adrian Vero, Deanna Vaughn, Susan Hahn, Giselle Ugardi. Buzz you later! AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? All Sorry. right, guys, we are back. Is he not the most awesome kid yes, ever? Yes, totally adorable. Cool. I love him. He's a pro. He totally yes. is. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, so let's let's jump into the show. Let's talk a little bit about Tara. Okay. Yeah, okay, so she's... I, I What, did you have something to say? I, no, I just <laughs> okay. I, I just gestured and, and Roth pointed towards me. I'm like... Oh. Be, no, because you had a response yeah. when the show was on, if you'll recall. Yes, you had a, you and vo- if you, you don't, went, we apparently you do. Went, you went, not Bubba. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That's totally true. Right, yeah. right. You know, so we know she's not Bubba. Right. She's, she's not Bubba. And I I do like to point out that um we actually had a viewer write in yes. um Justin um Burgess, I think, saying yes. that perhaps Pam's first progeny was, was Elvis Bubba. Because Steve Newland mentioned Bubba. Mm-hmm. But um and I think that's a really great idea, and that totally could be true. Also, though, you guys, mm-hmm. as, as a way, because I refuse to admit that we're not gonna have zombies. <laughs> <laughs> what if Jose is still MIA? The body is still MIA. That's true. Oh. I know. I know. Throwing that out there, we'll go back. To, we'll just putting that out there. Wow. We'll put a pin in it and come back to it later. Just Tara. when I thought I had thought right. I had thought about every possible scenario, you threw that one. I refuse what to she does. let go of <sighs> zombies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like zombies. Well, but I mean, I think it's really interesting. Tara seems to be really struggling. Well, you think <laughs> really struggling with the idea of being a vampire. Um, but I, I don't know. I think she's kind of better as a vampire because I, you know, well, you guys probably know. I, I've never been a huge Tara fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I like really? her more this way. <laughs> Than as a human? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that Tara is Tara plus as a vampire. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they're, what they're doing well is fulfilling that because they have that idea yeah. on the show that you're yourself escalated, mm-hmm. especially when oh. you first become a vampire. And so I think that because we saw what she did at the end of the show, Tara's always been very impulsive. Right. You know, she's incredibly emotionally responsive. Mm-hmm. And so she just acts and she does this thing that is not very bright. And I mean, of all the ways you could kill yourself. Really? You couldn't think of something faster? That's like being like, hey, Jenna, I'm <laughs> a little down is, in the she... dumps. Skin me alive. Right. <laughs> However, is the question, does she want to kill herself? Yes. Yeah. Is she trying yeah. to kill herself Ab- or is she just yeah. trying to hurt herself? No. no, she's trying to kill herself. She's trying to kill herself. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're, okay. on, you're not agreeing? I don't I, I just don't know that I, I can say for sure one versus the other. Like I, I don't know that she wants to die or is she just going through a, a self punishment phase? In a, in a tanning bed and she's cooking herself to the point where her skin is coming off yeah. and like so you think this is like vampire cutting? <laughs> no, it's maybe. No, that was in, in a way, maybe because I I don't know that that tanning bed. It's not. I mean, there's if you want instant death, there are better ways to do it. Exactly, yeah. there are better ways. So, yeah. in my opinion, the fact that she chose a slower version or a slower method, I, I, there I thought there might be a chance that she's going through some sort of like she she wants to punish herself for this life or maybe her past. I don't know. Okay, is so it a cry, it's for like a cry for help? 
Well, yeah. pinch exactly. poke, you owe me a coke. Oh, damn it. That's <laughs> weird. You're too fast. No. So, okay, no, that's actually kind of interesting because yeah. then it kind of ties in with Pam cutting herself. Right. But that mm-hmm. wasn't a cry for help. That was a desperate move to get Eric to do what yeah. she wanted. And then with Hoyt. Well, was it not a cry for help as well? Well, Again. it was a demand. Right. More mm-hmm. than yeah. a cry. Yeah. But, um, and then with Hoyt, you know, she comes in and, and he's sort of taking a desperate ass. Exactly. Like, right. bang, and she, bang, of Hoyt. course, relates to that instantaneously. She's yeah. like, these guys will eat you up alive in here. Yeah. He's like, I hope so. Yeah, so maybe yeah. it's like all these d- different ways to hurt yourself without, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's exactly. Interesting. That, that's what I took of it. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Now, sh- why did Pam have the crisis of conscience when she saw the, the rosary? You know, when she was about to attack that first victim? She, no, I think she saw herself in the mirror. Is that what mm-hmm. it was? I, I, yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the window. I, yeah. I did not see. I that. saw the rosary too. I thought that, but I don't think that she's ever, she's been that religious that it would would have. You mean the, you mean Tara with the yeah, Tara? Yeah. You about, mean Tara in the car window? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I yeah. I think she saw herself too. Um, well, I also want to talk about the authority because first of all, we've had an authority member in the room, but mm-hmm. also uh, Steve Newland, new Nan Flanagan. And by the way, I did not call that last week. I actually had seen this episode. <laughs> oh. I'm just pointing that out. I I did know so. But um, but I I mean he's perfect. You, you could tell see them, it coming. Yeah, yeah, you could. But I didn't. Um, no, just, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm not gonna lie and pretend. As Ralph pointed out yesterday, when we were watching the episode. Um, but I, well, and no, but it's true. It's bad. true. Oh no, 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 no. It's totally true. I knew it was coming. Um, but. I love the idea that it's it's Steve Newland. I love that he says that people are led by fear, and yeah. you just tell me what you want them to believe, and I'll make them believe it. Right. I'll sell it to mm-hmm. him. Well, what's it's neat about it is because that's basically what he was doing, sort of as exactly. a preacher. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, who made him? Guesses. What do you think? Um, well, some people it's think implied. Pam. It's implied that that the authority may have something to do with making him. Well, yeah. So yeah, that's could have been Roman. I mean, could have been any of the, although Roman, I doubt would. I don't. Think no, he was made by a woman. Oh, yeah. oh so, so could have been Salome. So if it was Salome, I'm this is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Because if it was Salome, this is what JC was saying last week, you guys, which is that. And now I didn't see it, but you were totally spot on that Salome is going to be the big bad. Because to me, there is no doubt. Every single hint was given in this episode. She is Sanguinista. Mm-hmm. She is. Oh, the she's le- totally she is the leader of that movie. Movement, and if she made Newland, how good on her? She's got the new mouthpiece for the authority on her team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They make she, they make, they give her they give you little subtle clues. She's obviously hasn't even when she uh, when Steve Newland originally walks into the room and all of a sudden he's getting lectured and she fights for him. She's like, well, we you know we brought him on board because of his connections to the. Um, um, to the, uh, the Fellowship of the Fellowship Sun. Of the Sun. Mm-hmm. He's already and, you know, a religious so nut. You can see there's like a crack in her armor there real quick. Her eyes kind of played a little bit yep. like she has something vested in him. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's something going on with her trying to play Prisoner Dilemma with Bill and Eric and, and reporting, <laughs> b- reporting back and, and, and talking about how her her past and, and where she comes from mm-hmm. and so on. So there's lots of hints being thrown. Well, and then also when she was talking about, and we said this earlier, like when she was talking about her past, she does say, the humans of my youth youth were more brutal than any vampire. She right. doesn't like right. people. Mm-hmm. Nope. She does yeah. not like people. She does like Bill and Eric, yeah. though. Well. <laughs> this is a, it was a coming out for Salome this episode. Just yeah, it was. Literally, she's playing everyone. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely everyone. everyone. Yes. Roman. You name it, she's playing them. She, mm-hmm. I just want to know whom, and I'll save it till later, but I may have another j- bombshell. 
No, no, tell us your mom show. No, because we save it towards the end. Because oh, and right. It's a, uh, fine. With right. the rules. Oh, stupid <laughs> rules. Rules are silly. All right, so um, let's talk about Sookie blasting Pam. Love that. Was that a great moment? Yeah, that was a wonderful so, moment. So, real quick, as a, as a, once again, the one of the resident superhero fans, I am really, and I'm tracking all these things. I think we're all resident superhero I think so. fans. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I and I'm really having a blast this season, kind of seeing like the the list of superpowers being added to, and, mm-hmm. and that I love the fact that they're using Tara as an opportunity because we didn't really see it with Jessica. I love the fact they're using Tara as an excuse to kind of show you like vampire eyes for yeah. the first time, vampire mm-hmm. senses. She can hear things, see things. Mm-hmm. Differently. She sees the stars. She sees a little that animal. That was also, in the tree. by the way, really cool. gorgeous. Great POV. Yeah, yeah. The POV of her. I'm, I really like the fact that all of a sudden we see Suki kind of you own, not just like lash out with it and and it have do it by accident, but do it on purpose. Right. right. Know that right. she can do it. Do it and just subtly just shake it off and be like, okay, that was a little tingle and Done. then walk mm-hmm. away. Yeah. It was the first time she used it possibly when her life wasn't in jeopardy. Or someone's right. life was in jeopardy right. because right. she used it last season when Bill and Eric were about yeah. to tear each other apart. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, yeah. I I agree with you. I like where they're going with Suki this season in general because she had she'd been kind of a wasted opportunity for a little while, you know? And she's kind of really coming into her own. She's saying, like, I killed Debbie Pelt on purse. She's making she's taking She's taking ownership of her yeah. own power right. for the yeah. first time. She has been a pawn in everybody else's game for the almost the entire series. She's yeah. just been like, who's going to threaten Suggy this week, you yeah. know? But now she's like, you know what? Screw you. Yeah. And it just yeah. further illustrates uh, with Suggy is that she loses everyone. She loses someone each season now, possibly yeah. all seed. Possibly. Because yeah. of what yeah. happened. That's what they, that's what they allude to at the end, yeah. yeah. So it, I, I think her lesson is to be truly alone, like what her, her grandma said at the end of last season. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, guys, I have to break in here because we got to talk about Amazon. Amazon? Yep. My favorite segment of the week. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So, guys, if you purchase things on Amazon, do us a favor. Go to AfterBuzzTV.com. Click on the Amazon banner. It'll take you right back to Amazon. We'll get goodies so we can bring you more goodies. And let's talk about our drunk purchases of the week. Yes. yes. All right. So, um, this week, I didn't buy any weaponry. I didn't buy any. What? I know. Disappointed. Then, no. Leg stretchers. Oh. No. No leg stretchers that look like sex toys. No. <laughs> this I didn't really know about this. What? Oh, you should watch my Eureka show. Yeah. Our Eureka show. I Okay, so I'll tell you about that later. Um, I got trashy novels. Trashy novels. Yeah, trashy which, novels. Okay, they're the Black Jewels trilogy by Anne Bishop. I've read them before, but I had a flood in my basement. So um, they're they're kind of awesome. It's like the <laughs> why did you look at me, Rob? Like, no, because mm. I was like I was like flooded my I didn't and then I understood how they were related. The yes. books, right, the right. book, but the yeah. books were downstairs. So there's there's soaked. Demon Dead and ju- Dark Jewels and Magic Powers and jewels. It's lots of sex. What and, kind of jewels? N- both kinds. Inappropriate ones. There are Moving there on. are inappropriate ones, yes. What's true blood? So they're kind of awesome. I love them very much. So. Can, can I make... Can, we're talking about Sookie, so actually this leads really well into my Amazon pitch. Okay. okay. Which is this. There's a movie that came out very, very briefly last year um, called Margaret. Mm-hmm. And Anna Paquin is the star of this movie. Kenneth Lonergan is the director. And Ooh. it is one of my two favorite movies of last year. It's not going to be for everybody. Um, it's an independent film. She made it six years ago um, about a teenager in New York who is inadvertently responsible for a woman's death. And it's her reconciling herself with it. It is probably the best performance I've ever seen from Anna Paquin. I cannot wow. recommend it enough. And it's available on DVD. Check and it out. And she wrote a very great article about it. 
Oh, thank you. On In Contention. I did, and I interviewed mm-hmm. Anna about it, actually, yep. too. Yeah. Awesome. When did you, when did you do this article? Um, I interviewed her last year, actually. She had just finished shooting stunt sequences on True Blood, and it was mm-hmm. like 11.30 at night, and she called me, and I talked to her for 45 minutes about Margaret. Um, but you can find it on, if you Google my name, plus In Contention, plus Anna Paquin, you will find that um, interview. You should definitely nice. read it. Thank you. Gentlemen, did you buy anything drunk? I try not to get drunk and buy or buy and then get drunk and I try to I try to keep those separate. I have the longest no, no, wish list together. possible on Amazon. I need Do you? A, yeah. Oh. I'm 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 one of those ones. I put it on my list and I it literally it's like 6 months of just stuff that oh, I need God. to See, buy. I just I'm one buy of those. It. I bought a I bought a Legend of Zelda necklace as well. <laughs> Interesting. Did you really? I'm a giant nerd. Why don't oh. you wear these things? I don't, oh, I, I was because I'm wearing a different one today, but um, I have a USB symbol tattooed on my finger. Okay. So, nerd. Uh-huh. Nerd. Which uh-huh. speaks up, maybe I'll, maybe I'll make my first drunken or sober pur- purchase on Amazon for our upcoming cosplay episode. Oh. Nice. Nice. Uh, All right. We were awesome. asked about that on Twitter, by the way, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. Well, we'll have, um, we'll have Tara back again for we'll that episode, the of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Andy and Holly. Oh, Andy's butt. <laughs> on Facebook. On Facebook. Aww. That's so sweet. No, it's not. No? <laughs> no. He looks no. like he's been working out. Come on. Okay. I- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Poor dear. Poor Andy. I, I, what do you guys, I mean, tell me, what do you guys think of the direction Andy's going in this season? Well, you and I have talked about this before. I, I think he really, they're, I don't know, they don't know what to do with him. They, they don't. Do. They have no idea what to do with him. They don't. He's he's, and this used to be what happened with Tara. Mm-hmm. She would just kind of run around and do stuff, right. you know, yep. and because it was clear that it wasn't, they weren't sure what to do with the character, and that happens every once in a while that they're not sure what to do with the character, but they don't want to lose them because mm-hmm. they're really central to the show. But Andy seems to be they're floundering with him right now. You know, they had that really strong storyline for him with Jason for a while. But now I'm just like, what's going well, on with Andy? I yeah. thought that storyline was going to continue because yeah. part of our concept that we thought a lot of the guys were going to team up. You got the Bill and Eric dynamic, right. you got that whole mm. like lethal weapon kind of theme. I thought the Jason and Andy theme was going to continue. And I thought, OK, well, this uh, the Pelt um, situation is going to bring them together and, and they're going to be, you know, like Detective 1 and Detective 2 going around town and figuring things out. However, we haven't gotten there yet so it's it they're just taking a little bit of a detour just letting you know that he's you know he's he's a little messed up but he can find love too well in, he he has love in holly on. for sure but yeah. but i think he's i think he's still a little lost you know and oh, of yeah. course he took it a little you know he took it a little bit personally about suki saying she's a v addict and she's paranoid right. you know as if she was saying okay therefore w doesn't count mm-hmm. and he's like well v addicts count i count you know right. yeah but I do think he's still just a little bit lost right now. And maybe that will work with Jason because Jason certainly had a exactly. huge shift this week Speaking that's going to affect that, him. Right. Yeah. I mean, let's let's talk about that because um, Roth and I have discussed this before, but, you know, we, we had um, a big issue last season about how the writers didn't address the gang rape that yeah. Jason went through. Mm-hmm. Um, and that because it was a guy, then we don't have to deal with it. It doesn't have to be traumatic, except that it is because it's still rape. Right. So, um, but finding out that his teacher seduced him and, you know, seeing the the damage that this has actually caused him and seeing him actually see this, it sort of brings up that, the fact that maybe he wasn't dealing with it. He yeah. hasn't been able to deal with it because he's had this issue that 
sometimes happens with abuse that then you you go into that pattern of right. sexual addiction which so, he's, which Jason has always yeah. and what's great about this storyline too besides and and I've said this previously I think that Ryan Quantine is really a great actor and deserves to have things to do on this show that mm-hmm. challenge him and this is something that really challenges him but it illuminates a lot about his character too because he is so promiscuous and I think it's really great that the show's been able to tie this in so far into the series that it's always been ha 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 like right. Jason sleeping around ha 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 Jason sleeps with everything and then suddenly you kind of smack the viewer in the face and you feel like oh my god you know that wasn't funny right <laughs> yeah <laughs> because he was really acting from a place of as an abused person does where is he going to find fill that void well like, here's here's, yeah. a, here's a question to precede that is you guys were implying that I think if I understand you correctly that the gang rape scene kind of obviously exacerbated that void the question is have we established why that void was there. He talks about he used sex to fill that void because that's what he was taught to do and he found out he was good at it. But yeah. We're not really, to my knowledge, we don't really know what void there was to begin with because to my well, understanding... Well, there was the death of his parents. Well, his parents. The death of his parents, but I mean, For it wasn't like he was an, yeah. abused, uh, an abused child or something like that. Uh, or am I wrong? Well, I mean, I think it's, I think, look, losing your both your parents at a very early age sure. is traumatizing. Uh-huh. I think that being sexually abused when you are, you know, however old he was, it would seem like he was 13, 14 years old is incredibly traumatizing and that would create a void in its own right. Mm -hmm. And then third, Jason's probably always felt a little bit stupid. Right. I mean, to be honest, a little bit inferior to Mm -hmm. Sookie in that way. I see. Well, what about the ties to him possibly? I know Sookie is part fairy, but now didn't Jason supposedly... He's part fairy too. Right. So... He and he's known as the attractive one. Yes. And everyone wants to sleep yes. with him to begin with. Yeah, so. it's the fairy blood. Yep. Yeah, it's the fairy blood that makes them attractive. That's part of what their sexual allure is because the fairies are very sexually alluring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you saw with Jessica. Yeah, right. As we saw <laughs> tonight on tonight with the mysterious man who was in the shop and just Claude. Claude. That's Claude. Claude. Okay, I didn't want to yeah. say it because yeah, because I'd read that it was yeah. Claude. I don't so, think it's a spoiler. No, it's not. No. Okay, fantastic. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, now are Claude and, is there like a relation to relationship between he, Claude and Jason? Yeah, because, mm-hmm. that's because Claudine was um, are in, they fr- twins in the book. Or? Well, yeah, Claudine and Claude were twins. Right. And so Cla- now they've introduced this idea of 16 sisters, which is, Je- is Jenna know one of them is going to take the place that Claudine yeah. had as Sookie's fairy godmother. Yeah. But they're like, they are distantly related to Jason and Sookie. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is and it's not a spoiler because this this information's been out there for months that one of the the sisters is going to sort of take the place yeah. okay. of Claudine. Claudette. Yeah, Claudette. Yeah. So I mean, I you know, maybe maybe it'll work with with Jason and Andy to to both kind of be reconciling the things that were driving them to their their addictions, you know, yeah. like and maybe they'll bring back the fairy com- the component of Andy's past that he's had contact with them. So yeah. him and Jason together mm-hmm. might find that component in their lives or reconnect with it. Yeah. <laughs> See, wait, we, wait, 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 wait. Hold no, on, wait, hold wait, on. If you're not watching, like, why are you guys smiling here? You know something. Episode, episode, so we can't say anything. We can't say anything. Right. Nothing. I hate them, Jason. No, no you don't. come on. You totally don't hate us. <laughs> you just call me Jason. Us. JC is what I meant to say. And then all of a sudden, I heard the end of it. You just said that JC is the Jason of our group. Not, not, not entirely inaccurate. Sookie? <laughs> I'll be the Sookie. Look, he's got the look. Oh, my God. Literally, when we were going to do the cosplay, I wanted to dress as Jason. So. You should be Jason. You can be, that means you'll be, be naked. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, but that doesn't mean Ooh. you're really that's dressing up at all. That's not actually cosplay. That's, that's more taking other. your clothes off. That's like saying I want to be Andy. You pretty much have to be Facebook Andy after this. <laughs> 
I'm right. red right now. Well, okay. So on the show, he really is red. If you're watching, he's yeah. bright red. Yeah. yeah, he's blushing very hard <laughs> on the show. So it seems like this is these are the relationships that we have, you guys. From what I'm understanding yeah. of what we're saying, we have, and we've talked about this, maker and makey. So like progeny. So it's parent and child, progeny and maker. Those are the things we're exploring. And then also, it looks a little bit like. Um, male ro- male rela- bonding relationship with Jason. Bromance. Bromances. I mm-hmm. mean, if you want to call it that, bromance. We have Jason and Andy. We have Bill and Eric, who, by the way, elevator scene, amazing. Oh my God. But there's oh, also Terry phenomenal. and Patrick. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Right. Who we didn't see this week at all, really, except not. for that one scene where he was taken off and can't tell you. I love that. I'm going to tell you everything I know. I'm leaving now Nothing. and I'm going somewhere. All right, sweet. <laughs> Period. You, where? Can't tell you. How long? Couldn't know. <laughs> it's hard because you you didn't get anything with Terry this week because there's so many storylines. Yeah. yeah. It's, and maybe that's what they're running into with Andy. It's just exactly how many storylines do you attack concurrently? Right, and expect I, the yeah. audience to keep up with the entire time. I mean, that's it's a very complex amount of subplots to deal with in an hour. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's why I think that what the show really tries to do is pick one or two themes per per season. And um, sorry, I'm just like reading as I talk. That's so rude. <laughs> um, I think they try to pick one or two themes per season and attack them, and yeah. they try to they try to bind it together by having everybody play a role play in a those role. themes right. somehow. And I think they're actually actually this season doing a really solid job of it you yeah. know yeah yeah because we haven't even have we even talked about the politics today with the authority let's and- talk mm-hmm. well it's <laughs> a big deal obviously nora came clean yes that was a big deal huge so i'm pretty sure that, I, that it doesn't sound like everybody knows that either i mean at the end it's revealed by, by roman and and it obviously catches Salome by uh, surprise. Or I don't think, does it. Or mm-hmm. does it, exactly. Yeah. So, like, that is a big illusion there. And I'm pretty sure Bill and Eric don't know about that at this point. So, it's, you know, that her coming clean, I actually didn't expect that to happen. Well, here's the other thing that I thought was funny about her dynamic with um, Bill and Eric was that in both scenes, she said there are always choices. Yeah. She said it once to each of them. So, I'm like, okay, that was not an accident. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some kind of big choice point is going to come up for these guys. And I don't know if it's that, you know, she's trying to recruit them to her team. And so, it's whose team are you going to play on? I think that she she's, and I said this before too, but I think that she thinks that Bill is the more vulnerable one mm-hmm. at this point than Eric because Eric is believes in Eric. You know, yeah. he's mm-hmm. like that's like, you know, that's like trying to f- recruit a hardcore atheist to yeah. your side. Bill as she said is Bill's led looking for Yeah, Bill's yeah. a searcher. He's led by his heart as she says, so he's the more vulnerable one. So what's the choice point that's going to happen for these people? Cuz right. it's going to be something. I'd also like to point out that apparently Bill doesn't need to use zippers. No. Right. <laughs> Because <laughs> he also, said something about apparently that. Apparently not uh, but being... I don't know if I can repeat that. Right. I was, uh, no, it was pretty crude. It, honestly, like, there's no foreplay. It's just boop up against the wall. Like, don't you have to open your pants? I'm just I'm just asking, honestly. He has an explanation. He, he had one. Should I just say it? Yes. yes. I just said I just said vampire cocks don't need uh, uh, zippers. You said vampire super cocks don't need zippers. <laughs> well, well, super, I thought, thought was a little over the top. I think that's a little inappropriate to say. I, th- I thought I'd tone it but, down a little bit. But, but like, if they, you think how strong are they? could rip right through their own They clothes. could, but I didn't see a hole in his yeah. pants later that's on. That's like the, when he used to, that age old question of like, dude, if Superman got a boner, what would that be? Come on. 
It's just but not an age-old question. That is an age-old <laughs> question. The reason, question the reason of the ages. I, I asked this is because zippers have become a theme for me. And as I think I've said before, last season when Andy's rolling around with a fairy, the fairy has a zipper. And it bothered me. Why do you need a zipper if you're a fairy? What, do they have zipper fa- fairy zipper factories? So vampires don't need zippers, but fairies do. I'm sorry. So you're not happy well, either way with the zipper? No, I'm not. There's all, kinds of, there's all kinds of interesting <laughs> tidbits that go unnoticed. Like, for example, I literally love the bit when Jason smelled his shoe on his way out of the door from his teacher uh-huh. uh, Eric apparently doesn't he likes going commando even in uh, uh, t- uh, turn of the century uh, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute we have absolutely no problem okay the third thing is uh-huh. not a problem dudes for us. do okay dude if you're gonna wear a nice suit what, what, what are you doing just getting up you just put the pants on honestly because even that's... Jason wears underwear they're tidy whities uh. also an interesting tidbit but they're they're there Mm. Okay, you brought up something interesting about Jason smelling the shoe. Yeah. Okay, the scene with him and the teacher, what's going on there? The cat? The, the, yes, and the tea. He, she only poured one cup, but they both had tea. Okay, right. discrepancies. There we, right. No, but, but I want to say, is there something? I don't wear, think there's wear pants. To no, it's Wear Panther. That was all yeah, of it. I was like, yeah. oh, God, animals, freaky. I mean, right. I, I would say of all of the, the, the minute details that we've just brought <laughs> That a lot of them are probably. I noticed these things. I'm just saying, probably a lot of them are really irrelevant. The only thing that I could think is relevant is the cat's response. Right. That is it. Totally. The cat's response seemed like it was actually relevant because, Mm -hmm. and the reason why I think it's relevant is because a cat trainer had to be there to force him to do that. Right. And if they put the effort into making that happen, then it probably meant something. Yeah, probably did. Yeah. Um, I just have to break in here because we got to talk about iTunes. So, guys, make sure that you like, subscribe to us on iTunes. You rate us well, leave good comments, say hi, because we actually do read all the comments, talk to us on Twitter, but subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All right, let's talk more about the cat. Because, (laughs) so I don't know, is it, do cats not like fairies? Um, Is it, is this a shifter? No, because Suki had a cat. Okay, yeah, so is he a were panther fairy? What uh, he's is he a shifter? He well, okay. <laughs> listen, Jason could be a lot of like. Here's the thing: he he is definitely part fairy. He definitely got bit, mm-hmm. but he has not become a were panther yet. But it's possible that the bite still had effect on his system. It could be a, mm-hmm. He could be a carrier. He could be like well, yeah. that. It has yet to reveal itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. that's definitely possible. Yeah, so, and I mean, you know, I've seen my cat look at other cats and go... <laughs> Which would be so, awesome, because then yeah. he could be Jason's sexual panther. Because here's... Oh, we, dear. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know everything like there Ron is Burgundy's to know. Like Ron Burgundy's cologne. You... Which, oh my god. She's gonna hit you. <laughs> no, I'm Just not. Saying. I'm really what, not. What I, was I not supposed to bring up that? What? Here's the thing about the the the, the wear the wares, as it were. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and Jenna had brought this up that I thought was really interesting the other day. Okay, so the werewolves act like they're a biker pact, right? That's what their distinguishing mm-hmm. thing is like they're roughneck, they act like they're 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 um they act like wolves in that sense. Yes. Uh-huh. Right? The Panthers are all inbred lunatics who are also <laughs> meth addicts. Okay. And like to gang rake people. But the shifters seem to be the ones that are the most together. Mm-hmm. Intelligent. Except for except for maybe the family the yeah. extended family. Right. Sam's extended family. Right. right. But here's the theory. Ready? Okay, so if you look at the inbreeding in the Panthers, that's kind of like royalty through the ages where they become increasingly insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 best thing that you can do in terms of DNA is crossbreed. Yep. And so is it possible that shifters are some kind of crossbred form? Because the best thing that yeah. you can do genetically mm-hmm. speaking is right. have lots of sex with people that don't look like you. Yeah. Right. You will produce the best children. Yeah. It's true. And in the books, there's <laughs> a were tiger. I mean, there's all different types of wares. Yeah. So there's absolutely a possibility of crossbreeding. Yeah. So. 
saying. So are there also going to be where birds and where? <laughs> well, the shifters are shifters. Bir- they, can can, birds. they can be well, birds. Well, that's what I'm saying. So well, are you saying that you're expanding the where cu- well, there culture could be. into the tiger? There could be any number of them because there is a where tiger in yeah. the book, yeah. and there's all different types. So yeah, there's no reason. It are be. they are they the mutts of? Of, of Pretty the, much of the the wares. Hey, if you get a dog that's a mutt, they're the healthiest. Yeah, I'm gonna agree to disagree. Another Ron Burgundy reference. We go. Wait, okay, different so- show, different time. <laughs> I want to bring something up really quickly about the were panthers and actually werewolves. Sam, I mean shifters. I'm so confused. There's so many supernatural beings. It's hard to keep Stay them straight. Focused. Okay, Sam. <laughs> Was talking to I believe who was he talking? Was it Suki? And he wa- he regrets not turning Tommy into a vampire when right, he he was right. about to. Th- what would have happened if Tommy would have been a vampire? That's a really that would, great question. That would be terrifying. I know. No, but I mean, is it even possible? <laughs> That's exactly. Right. It can is. you turn a shifter? Because you can. I mean, yeah. Can you turn a shifter into well, a vampire? Yeah. In the books, you can't. Supposedly. But, but yeah, yeah, but it's because then you're creating a different species and maybe that's the reason that the bite I mean they say that it's that you create the shifter so you don't you can't bite them and make a shifter mm-hmm. which is why Jason didn't become a panther but maybe actually in his fairy blood it's reacting the bite is reacting differently with right. him mm. than it would with a normal human being. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd see, I would want to be a shifter, I'm just saying. Because the wolves... But also, I think, like, a wolf pack stays together. The shifters tend to drift off yeah, they, and all they that. Do their so, own I mean, thing. they really do behave like animals. Well, that's an interesting thing about shifters, too. Like, on, another another check mark on the superhero list is I, I really didn't think that they were going to have it where shifters can exhibit extrasensory perception or, or any of their powers as their animal counterparts while they were in human form. But yet, Sam... Is constantly like I'm smelling, and he's like Mm -hmm. you know sensing people around him, which would be cool if eventually he could like see things, he could hear things, um, and exhibit more kind of uh, super uh, like I guess we can call them superpowers now, but just exhibit more powers based on the things that he can shift into. That would be pretty awesome to see. Yeah, and you do you do know that you you can breed wolves with shifters because yeah we have little big adorable wolf oh and the pajamas so cute. All the people we're missing. Yeah, we're missing uh, Emma. Yes. Mm-hmm. Russell. Where was Russell this episode? Where is Russell? Russell's still sucking people dry. Where Trying is to get his face needs, back. I think he needs to uh, dine a little bit more. He's still yeah, got some work to do still on hungry. his, this, yeah. Yeah, this he's region. He's a 3,000-year-old vampire that's starving. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't, that's never going to end well. Um all right, so I do want to point one little thing out from the book when um, Jessica's in the store. Mm-hmm. The store is called Tracy's Togs. In the book, that's Tara's store, and it's called Tara's Togs. Yes. Oh. Hmm. So just wanted to point that out. No, okay. I want to. I'm, I'm just. Tonight I'm so random. Sorry, guys. I'm thinking. What is it with uh, Claude and J- Is there a reason why Jason grew the, like the mustache this week? I mean, this season he's got like the like the goatee. Fun he with did- facial hair. No, but no, but I- I'm serious. He didn't have it in the other seasons. And is it because of Claude? He kind of looks like a musketeer well, because what, he and Claude, Claude has the to, si- to kind of like subconsciously cue the viewer in that they're related. Possibly, yeah. Mm. I was wondering. I was like, why? It could, be. it could be that, or it could be that he's about to go straight up furry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe he is. Like, maybe he's about to... Maybe it's a delayed response. There's just something going on with Jason. I'm, and and I, read, I read a quote that he's... That uh, Ryan said that he'll be lucky to make it alive, out, out alive this season. Awesome. Oh, don't you be killing Jason. I know that. That's no, no, no. No, awesome. no, 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 no. No, I like don't him naked. Don't you no. be killing Jason. Uh-uh. Okay. No. I, I heard there's a character that might meet their fate this season. It can't be Jason. Just saying. Oh, hey! 
Even if he does meet his fate, it's not like they can't bring them back. They've said about 700 different ways that you can come as back from something. As long as he's naked. All right, let's talk for really briefly. We touched on this really quickly. It was Lafayette. And I loved, mm-hmm. and we said this earlier, yeah. I love the Star Wars reference because to me, yeah, it's wait, it's going to happen. Don't worry. Don't, I see you doubt me. Wait for it. <laughs> Lafayette, because the power is able to take him over when he succumbs to his dark side. He got mm-hmm. angry at That's Arlene, totally and then the demon could take him over. Mm-hmm. When his negative emotions come up, the demon could take him yep. over. So will he be able to control and tap into that dark side? Or will he have to go and train with some kind of Yoda and go <laughs> to the light? He's going to have to do some Zen. Hey, we have Ruby Panthers. We can totally have Yoda. Yes. Ruby Jean. Ruby Jean. Yeah. Oh, you think so? No, yeah. I'm asking, really. Yeah. No, I think it's Ruby Jean that's going to come back. Because another thing was um, Lafayette was truly happy uh-huh. when he was with Jesus. Yes. Mm. And I think Ruby Jean saw that. And she even said that in season three. She was yeah. like, she had never seen her baby boy so happy. So mm-hmm. she's going to do whatever she can. To keep to, her baby in her life, her, I guess, still? Yes. Through Lafayette. Mm. Through Lafayette okay. and Jesus, bringing back Jesus. And they're As gonna a zombie. Have, you think it's? Uh-huh. Gonna, I don't think it's gonna be a zombie. I think well, it's gonna be a. It might be a zombie. Okay, I, she really <laughs> wants zombies. She really, really wants. That's wants Terry zombies. and Patrick, <laughs> Mr. Ball. If you could please throw a zombie in for this one. Zombie. Right here. Wait, wait, wait. Terry and Patrick yes. are gonna be zombies. They're right? not. They're not gonna be zombies. But whatever they killed in the war that's coming back and causing the fire, that is a zombie, um, a demon. Mm. Some, why are you guys giving those looks? <laughs> I hate this because we know Fans, guys. Will you stop watching the episode seven hundred in advance? Jesus. No. If, the, if, if you had episode four in front of you, would you not watch it? Would you not no, watch it? Of course Liar. you would. No, because I, I'd watch it. I, I, <laughs> that's Liar. messed up, JC. I was going to. That's messed up, JC. I was going to say, you. I'd watch it with JC. Thanks. Thanks. Yes, now and I, I will. We we so so we know you're Bill and I'm Eric because I play for, for Team JC. I'm just <laughs> All right. All right. I'll take Bill. There we go. No, we're, we totally watched it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that's oh. a, that's an interesting take on it, but I do think that you're right that that's interesting, Ruby Ruby Jean hmm. mm. as the Yoda of the show. Hmm. Maybe. I like that. That's I don't know. Any, no, we don't know anything no, we don't. about that. No. Okay, you don't. Okay. No, we know, no, no, we no, know no, nothing we about Ruby Jean. We know about Iraq. Nothing. We don't know about uh, yeah. Ruby Jean. Yeah. Fans, if you're watching right now, I am frustrated for you right yes. now. <laughs> oh. Second that motion. It's only a week. It's I only a week, and I, I probably won't get any more screeners. So we'll. Which good. Sad, sad no, that's not good. It's good. Not no. good. Okay, so let's talk about one last thing. What about the possibility of who and when we will see Lilith? Yes. Mm. I want to see Lilith badly. She's, she's coming. She's coming. Yeah. Absolutely. She's got to be coming. Because, oh, yeah. because here's the thing is that as much as I think Salome is the big bad, mm-hmm. she's the bigger bad. Yeah. Right. You know, Lilith is the real. Because, I mean, do we think that there is some truth to this to this fundamentalist belief or do we not? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what what take they're going to have on this. I mean, yeah. it, it's certainly possible um, that she's evil. It could be that, I mean, she may be the thing that comes in to stop all of it. Right. You know, that if she is, and I mean, because we're... Be like, to be like, you guys have it all wrong. Yeah. I think it's a setup for season six. 
Okay, be. so that Lilith is going to play out into season six. Yeah, she's going to. I, I say she's going to come come in like Marianne did. Yeah, episode yeah. ten, eleven. Yeah, and and then that's it's going to be the launching pad into the big war. Yeah, but you know what's kind of interesting though about the way they have the whole what the things that Roman was saying in terms of like I'm not going to let them derail me. This is like I mean it's like if you look at it in our culture, and I don't want to piss anybody off, so I'm Do it. I'm treading very lightly here. Mm. I'm saying it's a rough approximation of saying. Like, we cannot give in to them. They're like, there are uprisings here. There are fundamentalist groups. He's saying, basically, we cannot give in to people that are taking terroristic tax. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, he likened himself to Martin Luther King Jr. and so forth and mm-hmm. like that. And I just think it's interesting because is Roman going to be, end up being actually a force for good, yeah. even though he is... A bit rough around I, the edge. I, I, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe he's going to be a good guy. Actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I just say, Christopher Maloney is knocking it out of the park. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, I he love is. him. No, I mean he's fantastic, and I've, I always, I always loved him. So I'm really psyched that he's on the show. Just wanted to say. I think you just like him brooding. Well, I, yes. Yeah, the man's hot. He <laughs> I think I think he's kicking. I think he's killing. But I also think that the character is really interesting yeah, because he totally. is kind of like he has the he has the greater good in mind in mm-hmm. terms of you know if you think about it in terms of Martin Luther King or in terms of rights for people that are disenfranchised and stuff like that versus this other group that is taking a far more brutal like is wants to diminish a, an entire race mm-hmm. which is the human race no yeah I mean he's yeah in their in their world you have to drink Lilith's blood and you have to stay people and give them the true death that that defy the order but he's playing that role with a tremendous amount of nobility in my opinion and that nobility is coming true as or coming through as something very endearing you like him his character even though he seems menacing just in his tone and in his cadence but he wants to do the right thing and he believes very deeply in his cause so are you saying there's a possibility he will meet his end no, 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 no. I'm think possibly. Well, think, yeah. think about it. That's the way they're setting it up. Yeah, mm. and and, and the, you can't have peace. You have to have conflict. Otherwise, yeah. you have no mm-hmm. show. So the question is, if he achieves what he wants, then where do you go from there? Right. Yeah. That's Why would true. they bring Russell Edgington back? Conflict. Yeah. I don't want them to kill Roman. I don't want I'm them to saying. kill Roman either. I, because I actually think the byplay between Roman and, and Salome is really interesting because yeah. as much as we don't think Salome is in the right, this is what I was trying to say earlier, as much as, like, what I think is really important is that as much as you think a group isn't... What did you... Why are you looking at me no, like that? I'm just, I'm just smiling because you said Salome because okay. you guys always gush about the guys and I was just you thinking... You can gush about Salome. Holy Moses. Right. <laughs> Plus she's really hot. Plus she's really hot. But what's interesting <laughs> about their byplay is that even if there's a group that you think is wrong, you know what I mean? I think... I, I'm hoping what the show is going to do is illustrate it's still not okay to decimate that group. So even if you think the Sanguinistas are not in the right and you, they have beliefs that you don't agree with, it's still not okay to decimate that group either. Do you know what I mean? Right, no. Um, why don't we know what all the vampires feel about it? Like, just I don't know. Like, why are we not getting a broader context? That's right. a good question. Because that'd be interesting. You know, and it's a, it, the fact that you just brought that up, I believe Thomas Jefferson wrote a speech about that. It's about uh, going into the majority. <laughs> but we must also honor the, the stance the, of the minority. The minority. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's what I was trying to say. Is like, even, even if he is a force for good, if he's a force for good that is um, sort of inhibiting the rights of those that disagree with him, to me, that's 
not okay either. Mm-hmm. Right. Even saying like, well, we cannot stand for this, blah, 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 blah. We can't stand for these uprisings. To me, I'm like, or you have to make room for every opinion. Now, you can't let them go around and kill human beings either. Right. Right. But there has to be room for people to disagree with each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Where did we go there for the last couple of minutes? We just went. Dude, you had me at Thomas place. Jefferson. I don't know what you're talking about. Nice. It's on my Facebook, actually. I have that quote. That yeah, phenomenal. that's kind of awesome. Because I think it's really true. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I think we're, we are getting close to wrapping up. So, yeah. on that very deep note, JC. All right, guys, so we will see you next week. You can make sure to follow us um, on Twitter. You can follow AfterBuzz at AfterBuzzTV. You can follow me at, at Jenna Bush, B U S C H, like the beer, not the president. You can follow my show, Cocktails with Stan, at, at S L W O H. And you can follow me at The Everyday Man. And if you also have that little romantic bone in your body, make sure to check me out tomorrow on The Bachelorette After Show for After Buzz. <laughs> you can follow me at, at JROTHC, J R O T H C, for movie news and updates. Oh, and Eureka, our Eureka show. Yeah, and Ralph you and should obviously check out Watch Jenna it. and I review Eureka Tuesdays at 10 o'clock because we're hilarious. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at Yermonger, Y-E-R-M-A-N-G-U-R. And if you have the notion on Tuesday nights to watch rich women with nothing to do, just yell at each other, watch me at 9 on After Buzz for Real Housewives of New York City. They get crazy, yo. Crazy, those women. <laughs> All right, guys, and make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Talk to us on Twitter. We like to talk to you. We want to hear what you have to say. Yes. Tell us your care. Subscribe. Quickly, quickly clack that like button. I can't even speak right now. You're We're after so TV. Good night. I know. I'm confused. <laughs> Aww. Good night. Good night, guys. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 